1972, well-known paranormal researcher Ivan T. Sanderson published an article examining what he called the 12 Devil's Graveyards Around the World, areas historically known for unexplained phenomenon and mysterious disappearances. This list included the famous Bermuda Triangle, the Devil's Sea, and the North and South Poles. Sanderson and other researchers have gone on to try and explain why these areas are such hotbeds of unusual activity by studying their relative locations, the amount of electromagnetic radiation that surrounds the areas, and the existence of ancient megaliths within some of the regions. Is it possible that we could add one more of these vile vortices to Sanderson's list? Is there a region located on the U.S. East Coast that has claims to UFO Bigfoot, and ghost sightings all within a strangely definable area? Join the theorists as they grab a packy and bang a couple lefts on a trip to the Bridgewater Triangle. To alien theorists theorizing case file 142, <laughs> the Bridgewater Triangle. Some wicked echo in there for me. I'm Brayden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Listen, I don't even know why we're talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. Like, yeah, some freaky shit happens there, but that's nothing compared to Craig's Triangle. Oh, like, my God. That's the one I think we should have done. It's self-proclaimed. I've made it up. It's a new triangle. It's the triangle to defeat all other triangles. It's the best triangle. It's the best, best triangle, triangle ever made. Ever made. Uh, it's Craig's triangle. Do you have an p- image of it, Zell? You threw up for the live stream? I do, but it's not working. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. It's why we don't do jokes that are based on visuals. I have no idea why it's well, not working. Well, basically... Bullshit! Peak, Can't be funny. Hope you're sexy. The peak, the peak of Craig's triangle is Yellowknife. Uh, and the two bases are San Diego and uh, some other southern place in Florida. Just a huge triangle. <laughs> All I'm going to say is uh, frat, Fat Braden would have landed that, and it would have been funny. Mm. But yeah, Sexy true. Braden, not so much. Mm. Different. I know. I've been, Different I've been trying to read, like, read jokes to try to reignite my funny. Um, I, don't, I don't have any good ones. Should I do a joke of the week from now on? I've got, a, I got one now. I can pop up. Want to hear it? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't, I don't know. If they'll know. be as funny as they'll probably just be sad. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll try. It's again. Now that I'm evolving into sexy Braden, funny Braden's dead. He might not come back. Uh, this okay. I'll read a joke. See if I can hit it. Um, got it. This is what's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke timing? I don't get it. Good joke and what? a bad joke. What's timing? the difference between a good joke and a bad joke timing? Uh, the, oh, there's Craig's triangle right there. Mm-hmm. Look at that thing. That's look, a beauty. Look at all the shit that happens in that triangle. About as good as that joke that you were just saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <that's> good. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Um, so what was the joke? I don't. I still don't. Understand. I still don't get the joke. I don't get. I don't get it either. Say it again. Say it again. What's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke timing? A good joke and a bad joke timing. I, I think you should it. hold off when you say timing because you're obviously a good joke timing. and a bad joke. <laughs> I get it now. Timing. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. You're purposely fucking this joke up on purpose is what you're doing. (laughs) I get you. I get you. Listen, it's not the fat that makes me funny. It's the booze. Is is that an invisible bottle? Yeah. Look at that. Trisha Uh, pulled it out. Move it a little to your left. Move it a little to your left. I forgot the powers of the sauce. And now that they're back, uh, they won't ever leave. (laughs) This is how Braden got his groove back. Yeah. Yeah, Got hammered. That boy, that's. I think he's. I think he's faking though. I think that was just water. Hit one hundred percent. Yeah, has to be. Uh, Bridgewater Triangle. Let's get into it, man. There's some good stuff here. It's cool. Fantastic and fantabulous Bridgewater Triangle. That is an area that covers about two hundred square miles within the southeastern Massachusetts of the United States. So I know I've heard of the Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, I've heard of it a couple times. I know I've come past a couple of documentaries. There's a couple of movies in the works. There's a couple of TV shows. I think that are going to happen based on this thing. Um, yeah, I think I heard about it about four, three or four years ago. Um, so my question is right off the bat is so are triangles just more spooky than every other shape? Yes. Like, why is it always triangles? Yes. Why? Why not? Nothing why happens spook- outside of them. Why can't it be a spooky rhombus? A rhombus. Not as I would like as a triangle. I think like a vignette, like it's blurred. So like, it's like doesn't have such a hard line of like spooky stuff happens within these lines. Like a vignette kind of leaves some wiggle room. You know what I mean? No, that's mean? what I'm thinking. No domain. No, no domain. Anything cool is always a triangle. Pyramids, supernatural areas. Triforce. Triforce. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So uh, if you're looking for the points of the the three points of the Bridgewater Triangle, you'll find them in Abington, Rehoboth and Freetown, uh, which make up the the farthest points of each of the triangle in southeastern Massachusetts. So within that area, you have uh, towns like Brock, Brockton, Whitman, West Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, just Regular Bridgewater, which I guess is not as cool as East or West, but is in the middle. Middleborough, Dighton, uh, Berkeley, Rainham, Norton, Easton, Lakeville, Seekonk, and Tauntaun? Probably Taunton. That sounds right. Tauntaun. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. I think I'm Tauntaun. so disappointed in us right now. Why? We're doing a case file on something that takes place in Massachusetts, and none of us, pra- we never practiced our. Fucking Boston accent. I try. I practiced all day, and I just can't really. Do it. Why didn't you fucking man? I would the whole time. If I had a good Boston accent, I, I, the whole time I'd be be saying, "Say Bastard. hi to your mother for me." It's Say wicked. hi to your mother for me. It's wicked. <laughs> wait, wicked no, cool. that's not a Boston accent. That's a Marky Mark accent. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. I would have practiced, but that's all I got. I got. Say hi to your mother for me, or I'm not a cop. Uh, that's all I got. I, I don't even know just, if I've ever, ever tried Marky a Boston Mark's accent. Barkley. Marky Mark segue Marky. really quick. No, I can't do it. Marky Mark. I recently Norton. watched The Happening again, and his performance in that fucking movie. Beautiful. I don't know why they didn't hand the man an Oscar. I could have been in that movie. You could sub out every scene with me going like this. What? No. <laughs> what? No. Can, can someone give me a minute? <laughs> Can I just have a minute? I'm a science teacher. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. <laughs> but that's a... Isn't he a science teacher? He's a science teacher in that one, right? That's the one where the plants The plants take over? Kill people. Yeah, I know. But like, he, isn't his character like a science teacher or something? Yeah. I'm and- a biology teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better not what? be besmirching no. Marky Mark right now. 
Marky Mark. We're not being serious. We're saying he's a he's genuinely great actor. Let's hand the keys back to Dan here. Where's <laughs> yeah? Where are we? Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Bridgewater. See, Bridgewater is <laughs> the Bridgewater Triangle is a is a creepy place. <laughs> just a ton of weird, crazy shit happens in there. Um, that it's just got a little bit of everything uh, that you anything and everything that makes stuff spooky. Apparently, this place has it. Yeah, you, um, you got stuff from UFOs, so, Bigfoot, supernatural. M- Axe murderers, fuck you name it. It's all happening in this 200 square mile triangle. Right. In that triangle or kind of near it. But something about that area apparently makes this place like super spooky. Um, the first the first person to name it or identify or correlate all the events and all the kind of spooky shit that happens in this uh, Bridgewater Triangle is Lauren Coleman, who is a a famous paranormal researcher in his own right. Um, he runs an actual, it's like the international cryptid museum or cryptozoological museum there in Massachusetts. Um, he dubbed it the Bridgewater triangle in the 1970s. And if you know about the guy, Chris Pittman, he's also a researcher on the Bridgewater triangle. And a lot of the information that we get, a lot of the, um, stories that have been collected and eyewitness accounts have been, uh, come from his research, which he's been uh, researching a lot of the stuff that has happened from about like the 1980s on. So he's compiled a lot of research and, and a lot of stuff. That, so um, is he told, the guy that has, he's got the movie, like the documentary, right? The, yeah. There's a, there's yeah, okay. a good, there's a good documentary on Amazon prime. Um, they're not paying us to say that. So uh, I'm sure he's got a few good documentaries, a few good movies, lots of merchandise. Amazon prime <laughs> doesn't pay you to do anything. <laughs> we know sure. that we know that yeah, for a fact. we know that firsthand Found out the hard way. <laughs> checks in the mail boys checks in the mail Goddamn checks Lex in the mail ripping us off uh <laughs> within the bridgewater triangle apparently one of the really spookiest places is you have a place called the hakamak swamp uh, oh Huckamock i know about the swamp. swamp that's that's where uh prince philip got tagged for the three count lost his fucking wampum title at the yeah, romp the, at the swamp, the, the romp to my boy, fucking Pat Patriot. Yeah, and it's King Philip. How dare you sully his name, calling him Prince Philip? How dare He's you? He's nothing but a prince. And he got that pinned was a, like a little biatch a, and lost the wampum title. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna take some serious exception to that because everyone knows about the hawk mock screwjob. And he was ripped hey, out listen, of that title. Li- listen, Andrew. Listen, there's a reason. King, there's a curse King on that Phillip. place, and it's not gonna come back until the belt is returned. King Philip screwed King Philip. Guy got tagged. Simple as that. Three count, baby. Zell, get rid of his camera. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get get, get him off the feed. You want to get rid of? You get rid of? Ant- How dare! That's some unbelievable. Oh, he <laughs> sucks to suck, man. He <laughs> sucks to suck, dude. King Philip was screwed out of the title, and that's why there's a curse because he was the belt was taken from him. You know, it There's was a curse because he's a sore loser and he lost his belt. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, he What's lost Pat his Patriot belt. done since that one fucking he lost six his belt Super Bowls? and he lost his head because he was decapitated. And uh, if you guys aren't have no idea what Braden or Andrew are talking about, uh, that's King Philip, who was the chief of the Wampanoag tribe 
that lived in the area during the, you know, early colon, you know, early days of colonization of the, the Massachusetts area. So uh, the colonists and the, the Native Americans that lived in the area were in conflict for a long time, you know, as tensions boiled over. Uh, there was a long and or relatively long and bloody war conflict between them, which they ended up calling King Philip's war. Uh, King Philip, the leader AKA of the, Wamp- the romp in the swamp. <laughs> right. Uh, eventually, you know, it was it, it, by all accounts, it's a it's a pretty brutal conflict. You know, women, children, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, civilians, people who weren't even really fighting, you know, died. In droves 3000 native americans died as opposed to like 300 uh you know the the casualties in colonists were in the hundreds while you had like 3000 native american uh casualties casualties uh, yeah, and this is this is also too after these guys were fucking ravaged by smallpox yep very much you know what i mean like it said like the algonquins lost 90% of their population to smallpox Mm-hmm. That was so you, yeah, fucking wide North America and wide. Three hundred thousand deaths from this fucking Phillips battle. Yep. Uh, Jesus. When they ended up catching King Philip, uh, due to the uh, one of the it's either a traitor or he was uh, from another tribe. You know, there's the kind of the, all that intertribal conflict that they had going on. Uh, the the colonists ended up beheading him, and then as was tradition to. Uh, you know, traitors or, or, you know, losing sides of the battle, they take that head and they put it on a pike outside one of their major, uh, major towns. So, and so left it up words, for quite a long time. Like, so like, in other words, this is obviously a hardcore match. No rules. <laughs> yeah. 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 He could right. say that. Like, obviously. And yeah. uh, Rob and the swap, hardcore. And match. obviously the start of a supernatural phenomenon lasting hundreds of years. Sure. Well, everybody knows fucking Indian burial, burial grounds are like fucking ground zero for yeah. paranormal shit. Yeah. If Poltergeist has told us anything. Yep. That's what happens. <laughs> Steven Spielberg knows his shit and we know he does. He's done it uh, all. Definitely uh, ancient Indian burial grounds. So yeah, that that's one of the, one of the theories about uh, why so much weird stuff happens here is because that there is a, uh, a legend or rumor that there was an ancient native American curse put on this area, but it's, it's not that this place was, you know, cursed, you know, before or after so much that this conflict happened there, there's uh legends going back, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years, uh, the native Americans who were, who lived in that place and, um, depended on or uh, hunted in the swamp. Uh, it was one of their major ways of obtaining food and shelter. Uh, they found this swamp, which they called, um, you know, they named it Hockamock Swamp, which means place where st- spirits dwell. Oh, so long um, before the bloody battle, the native people of that area knew this place was haunted as fuck. Yeah, or they they revered it, or they they uh, they had legends of you know this is where spiritual. It was a holy place. There was spiritual energy here, um, you know, uh, that coalesced here, perhaps produced. Um, so some then of this you know it's, everyone knows it's a good mix to add a ton of murder, pain, and suffering to an area like this. Of on course, like a grand scale. That does not sure that really help things. <laughs> that really helps things along when, in the paranormal <laughs> in in the paranormal department if you want now, something haunted 
But there is, there is like we, you know, all jokes aside, with the wanna belt, uh, what a womp? Is it the wanna belt? How do I say it again? The wampum. Wampum belt. There's, yeah. there is like one of the one of the theories is that there was a stolen, uh, like the the King Philip's, uh, wampum belt was stolen. His like sacred belt, and like it was cursed, uh, until that belt is returned. Right, and nobody knows where that is. Like, there's a story that the wampum belt was taken uh, or given to somebody as a, as a show of a sign of surrender or peace, and that it has the curse is there until that belt is returned to its place. Boys, I know our next pod trip: Bridgewater Triangle, right to Hawkmark Swamp. Yeah, directly return the belt. In, directly and in save the belt. and save. Listen, we'll finally put an end to 2020 by placing the belt on top of the <laughs> altar at the Bridgewater Triangle. I mean, Hockamock Swamp does not sound like a super fun place to hang out. I mean, it's like 6,000 acres of apparently black rivers, marshes and ponds, thickets and cedar and maple Listen. trees, beds of brush, twisting vines, sinkholes, quicksand. quicksand. All right, Dan, you sound wicked smart, okay? But wicked listen smart. for a second. Does it not sound like this curse is starting to boil out of the triangle and it's maybe starting to envelop more <laughs> than just the Bridgewater Triangle? Because it's starting to feel like we're all cursed right now. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if there's a way we can potentially end this, I'm, I'm all gonna for say it. I'm going to say it's the Craig Triangle is actually doing more harm than good here. <laughs> that's, yeah, a, that's encompassing all of North America. So <sighs> Nothing ever good comes out of triangles. 100%. I or think, Craig's. Or Craig's. <laughs> true both counts so uh, you know the hockamock swamp is a definitely area that is of interest to paranormal researchers with it's it contains legends it contains you know uh a lot of paranormal researchers or you know um the the ghost community spirit community will, would find that place extremely interesting because you have a long history of human habitation there um you, like you guys said we have the uh, makings of a haunting. You have pain. You have suffering. Yeah, they have like uh, it's like nine thousand years they've old of like human re- remains or settlements been found there. So this place mm-hmm. has been around forever. And so with all that that long history of human habitation of that area, so you have legends going back at least that far. And so one of the other legends to come out of the Hakamas Swamp is is the uh, legends or sightings, history of large, hairy hominids inhabiting that area as well. So you have... Bigfoot? Bigfoot. You got fucking Bigfoots. Yeah, Bigfoots. The Bigfoot sightings, uh, one of the most recent ones, or one of the more recent ones, you have one guy named Joseph DeAndre, uh, who is a firm believer that the swamp is the habitat of some sort of creature that has not been identified. So your, your typical Sasquatch, right? Your large seven to eight foot hairy hominid hanging out in a swamp, uh, you know, uh, sparsely populated areas where they could perhaps hide. Again, you have 6,000, maybe seven, you know, 6,000 acres that they could hide in. And like, not only that, that swamp itself, but that swamp is actually part of a bigger area, which is like 17,000 acres, uh, which they consider an area of critical environmental concern. So it's like, you don't have any people living there. So, uh, DeAndre 
um, had an encounter himself when he was 24 back in 1978. And he said that he was standing on the shore of Clay Banks, which is a pond located in Bridgewater near the swamp. And um, his quote goes a little bit like this. I was, does anybody want to do a wicked Boston accent? Want to give it their best? Let's try, everyone try, everyone try a line. A Boston accent. I was standing there. I can't do it. I was standing there, and for some reason, (laughs) I've got a Boston accent in me, I don't think. I was, no, I can't do it. I was standing there. I had to turn around. And for some reason, (laughs) I had to turn around. I just, I do it with a lisp. (laughs) All I can say is like, you fucking firefighters. I'm departed. Wicked smart. How you like them apples? So his quote goes a little bit like this. Where's my khakis? My khakis. (laughs) My khakis. Wicked. Wicked smart. Uh, I was standing there, and for some reason, I had to turn around. It was a chill or something inside me, and I turned around, and there, off to the right, maybe 200 yards away, there was this, well, I don't know what it was. It was a creature that was all brown and hairy, like a big apish and man thing. I was making its way for the woods, but I didn't stick around to watch where it was going. I ran for the street. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. That, I like I like that story a lot because that's what anyone would do. Anyone that's like, I'd stick around to see. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking animal that you don't know of. You'd be so scared. You, but is this a guy that dresses like Craven the Hunter? Yes. Is this <laughs> is this him? Craven. I whoa, what? Yeah, dude. He he dresses like he's on a safari, twenty four seven. He's like, I seen Bigfoot in the woods. I was like. I have a hard time believing him just because he dresses the way he does. I'm like, I mean, Sergey Kravenoff would have hunted fucking Bigfoot down. This guy's a yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, well, he dresses the part. Let's put it that way. But I like, like, I like that story and like listening to him talk. It he sounds reasonable. I've looked into the I mean, eyes of Bob Gimlin, and I know that man's seen a Bigfoot. And I didn't. I looked know into this guy's eyes, and I was like, man. Bob Gimlin, the man, said, "Hey, you got to buy a keychain to get a picture." <laughs> he said, "It's." He said, "He said though, hey, don't put that evil on Bob." He said, "I don't want you to, but they're asking." Yeah, it's because he's you know he's a salesman. He's telling you exactly yeah. what you want to hear. I mean, I'm not necessarily wild by this guy's description either. All he said it was big, brown, and hairy. That's half my family members. <laughs> Look at those eyebrows. Yeah. Look at Andrew's eyebrows. That just that's just gonna translate yeah. into massive unibrow in about five years. It already does. Oh, it dude. already he does. Fix that. Gotta, yeah, but he's plucking. Well, he's plucking. Pluck no, if you notice the width of that thing, the width right now, that's a perfect big razor blade right between. <laughs> Look at it. Look square on. Funny. Straight listen, down. Listen, I'll find it. I because my camera's so shitty, but I got like Whoville. I've got Whoville fucking hairs coming out of my eyebrow, like fucking three dude. inches long. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's nuts. Here, look at there. Can you see it? You'd be able to break. That's how long it is. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's a little bit of Lebanese mongoose for you. Yeah, disgusting. So Joseph D'Andre is not the only person who has sighted a uh, large hairy hominid in the area. Uh, One person named John Baker, who is a veteran fur trapper from the area, said that he was about a mile from his West Bridgewater home. Uh, in a canoe on the river uh, that that fed into the swamp and he was laying muskrat lines uh, 
during one winter night. And he said that he saw this creature and he said that, you know, being a veteran hunter, uh, he knew it wasn't human because he said he could smell it. Smell it. Like a skunky. Right? It's, well, he, his yeah. quote was a skunk, musty, smelled like a skunk, musty and dirty. It's fucking Argentina skunk monkey right there. And by the time skunk he man. by the time he died in two thousand one, over the like in thirty years of tramping the swamp, he said he never seen such a creature or yeah. smelt, and definitely didn't and, smell it. And we know, I mean, we know we have lots of many many accounts of you know Bigfoot type creatures giving off that type of smell. Whether whether perhaps you know the 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 Pacific Northwest Bigfoot is different. You know, sometimes you don't have the smell, or this is maybe some type of skunk ape. Florida skunk ape. Be that. Swamp cabbage man. Swamp oh, 100%. Cabbage man. Skunk monkey. Swamp Dude, this guy, this man. guy's another guy where it's like, I like, I know a couple guys that are like fur trappers and trappers and like just hard note doorsmen. And I just have a hard time that like just one day they're like, I'm just going to make up a fucking bullshit story and I'm just going to run with it till I die. Yeah. What else you know do I got to do? Couriers de Bois. What does that mean? You never heard of Couriers de Bois? No, I don't so, speak French. It's you're, like you're, you're fucking slacking in grade four. Fucking yeah, that's social a, studies. that's old fur trader term. Hell yeah, Couriers de Bois. Listen, I was too busy being cool in grade four. No, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I knew I knew this guy in grade four. He was cool. a he was a gem. He was fat Braden back then. Then he got skinny Braden. Then he went fat Braden. Now he's skinny Braden again. I peaked in grade. I peaked in elementary school. Like grade <laughs> grade four, man. <sighs> grade four, I was I was gonna be prom I know, king. I was gonna be all prom I know is you weren't <laughs> you weren't cool enough to ride on my fucking GT snow racer belt. <laughs> it's all it's all been downhill since yeah. grade four. He was a spiteful little kid, man. Twenty six years later, he's still spiraling out of control. It's 27. 27 years. Yeah, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got ancient native burial grounds, ancient like native battles, probably unleashing spirits of unknown power onto this land. You got Bigfoot sightings. What else makes this area so paranormally activated? What else makes it paranormally activated? Yeah, like, what are, what are Hold some... on. Before we get there, let's have a quick beer break before we take the next. True. I got I to go crack one here real quick. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a quick beer another break. Drink. So we were talking about Sasquatches, hairy hominids. No, we we're talking about what's next in the swamp. The other things they see. We already talked about hominids. Right. No, but I'm saying, so there's apparently another type of <laughs> some sort of supernatural being that Wicked manifests, spot. that manifests itself as not the seven foot tall, Eight foot tall uh, Sasquatch creatures. You also apparently have a some sort of smaller, like three to four foot uh, hairy monkey people. I guess I don't know. That's how you. That's I've seen pictures of them and it's creepy. Like it's just whatever. But um, what do you mean pictures? Like an artist rendering, or someone thought they just actually took like a an picture? artist, not an actual picture. Sorry, like an artist rendering of what was cited. Uh, one one of the best. <laughs> eyewitnesses accounts of of these creatures um which are which are called puck wedgies puck wedgies uh, wait puck wait wedgies. wait a second what did you say puck wedgies 
Isn't that, aren't those the girls in high school that only date hockey players? You know what they're called? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, puck yeah. wedgies. There's a picture puck of a, wedgies. There's a picture yeah. of a puck wedgie. It looks like a there's a troll, like one of those weird trolls with like has like a porcupine head. It's pretty like accurate. Porcupine. If I remember name. high school. It looks like correctly. a high school girl that only dates a fucking hockey player. Looks about right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's if I, I, you're right. I remember puck, there's tire wedgies. wedgies, tire wedgies. Uh, there was lax wedgies, yeah. all sorts of different wedgies. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that that is not exactly the one. Uh, that I'm referring to, but apparently somebody who has seen one, you have an account from uh, one person named William Russo uh, who lived uh, near the Hockamock Swamp. And he had a story where he said that he encountered one of these beans during one of his late night walks with his dog. Um at the time, William was uh, working uh, apparently like the midnight to 3 a.m. or, you know, one of the late night shifts uh, at the time. And so he would usually get off about midnight and then he would take his dog for a walk in their area uh, within their their uh, towards their center of town um, and, and that uh, during that time. Now, uh, he was what? Choo, choo, Ewan, choo. Exactly. <laughs> so when he was, Wait, what the fuck is, choo, what are you doing? Choo, Ewan, choo. That is the sound that William Russo reported that he heard he while hear walking that. his dog. That's what he heard. That's exactly. What he heard. That's exactly what he heard. Actually, picture picture the creature. Okay, I'll bring the creature back. Yeah. If you can't see the live stream, this no. Find the better one, not that one. Not that find, one. Find the William Russo one. What do you mean? That looks like a troll doll. That's perfect. There is. Is is this okay? Maybe this is the one. Oh yeah, this is Ewan Chu. Ewan Chu. Kerr Kerr. That one. That the one you're talking about? <laughs> That's <laughs> the one I'm talking about. <laughs> it looks like a. Okay. I, I don't know. Do the like what, is it, what does monkey. it sound like, Cell? Oh, it sounds like. Kerr uh, Kerr Chu. Exactly. I like now that. know Zell's new D and D character. Yeah. So Russo said that that it this creature was making the sound, and it sounded like it was trying to mimic uh, human speech of a type. Um, really? Yeah. It was more like I think he said when he says it, like um, a couple documentaries couple uh interviews right he says it's more like it's not like kira is like kia kia iwan chu iwan chu um and when he saw this creature he said that the creature like it would it it put itself within like a center of one of the one of the street lights it put itself within a kind of like a circle of light and that it was reaching out it seemed to be reaching out to him um almost beckoning him to come like towards it. He's take a chomp out of his fucking carotid probably. Nope. Um, no, thank you. Russo reported that he remembers uh, vividly the reaction that his dog had. His dog was something like a, it's like a Doberman, like a Doberman Wattweiler mix. It was a large dog, 90 pound dog. That's a goddamn um, hellhound from Resident Evil. What are they like? Yeah. 
Um, and he said, that, you know, he made a point to, to, to relate that his dog is normally fearless. This dog is, you know, not, not to be trifled with. And, but for some reason, even before he saw that, or he heard the, the puck, the, the puckwaji making these sounds, uh, like the dog had started almost shaking uncontrollably. Like it, it was afraid of something and that it was when it saw this thing a lot, you know, William Russo saw this thing and the dog also saw this thing. The dog wasn't barking. It was more like it was trying to get away. It was, it was not, you know, it, it wasn't its nor what he would consider like a normal reaction to, to something like this. Maybe so the, his dog's just a huge wuss. <laughs> Not according to him. <laughs> Not according to him. Was a it was a Rottweiler Doberman Hellhound mix. I get yeah. yeah, I just okay. I just can't see it being that much of a pussy. Well, I mean, this thing's only three feet tall, man. It just doesn't seem that big. Like, doesn't seem that menacing for to a dog. Like, maybe it's got some supernatural like powers. Some dog, yeah, some dog like speaking on some dog wavelength. The Choo Choo Iwan Choo, some type yeah. of. Russo said he interpreted it to to kind of be like he, what he thinks it was trying to mimic like the Kia was like supposed to be like here like it was mimic like it was saying here here or it was mimicking the sound of human speech or what I had heard or interpreted it sounds like and it was saying, sounds like he's saying here. here here me want you right exactly here, and that is here. what choo choo me want you and that's that's the same thing that that Russo interpreted it to be saying, he said that it was, we want you. And it was reaching out to perhaps kill him, take, kill him, Listen. take him somewhere. Guy's going to bend uh, down, like try and pick it up. Oh, it's like a little kid. You go to pick up the little kid by the arms, whatever. No, then it just tromps on your neck, rips out, rips you out. You bleed to death in five seconds and then just eats you. Buddy, I'm sucks kicking you a field into another dimension on that thing. or something. Yeah, another dimension the pulls you in. Things getting punted. I'm not even going anywhere anywhere near that spider monkey little bastard. I want nothing to do with that fucking thing. What if he came charging you? Buddy, look what those oh, look I'd what run the Ewoks so <laughs> did to stormtroopers, man. I'm a fucking They crush ATSTs. Yeah. Armor plated heads I, with logs. Nah, no thanks. They've got really they've got really low centers of gravity and they're pretty solidly built. So it's those like little care bear bastards can fuck right off. <laughs> I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the other legends to come out of the Bridgewater Triangle. Now, if you move on from from the type of like uh, th these type of creatures, you you have other reports of other types of creatures living with or you know appearing within the Bridgewater Triangle. So you've got these reports of hellhounds or God some sort, red-eyed dogs uh, of like unusual size. Who who's the guy? And he had he ran he like called the police. Because there was like a giant black dog menacing him, and it tore. He said it, it uh, f footloose two ponies' throats. Footloose? I mean Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Fucking Dalton. <laughs> uh, instantly, he was like, he's like, I didn't even have time to think, and it just Footloose. throat ripped. Two. It's <laughs> not even Patrick Swayze, buddy. That's fucking. That's Kevin Bacon, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> What? No. Like, what? This fucking oh, thing. This, yeah, this fucking this, thing. It's not even Patrick Swayze. <laughs> However, you fucking besmirch the Swayze. What's wrong with you? Man, you said ghosted. That's what's wrong. You know. <laughs> Footloose. I'm sexy now, Andrew. Dirty you know dancing. Exactly what's Man, wrong. you blew it. Get some. Go get a fucking Big Mac in you, buddy. It's just some guys out there dancing it, with pal. ponies, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
You footloose my ponies so quick. <laughs> Everybody turn footloose. Footloose. Um, no, throat ripped these two ponies instantly. This guy was terrified. Said this dog, of course. this black beast was gigantic. And it just took off. And there's other reports of this giant black dog like terrorizing. Are we talking like uh, dire wolf size? We're talking serious black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big wolf man. It's throat. It's throat ripping. Throat ripping ponies. Like the Two size ponies. of a pony. So like a dog a size because the uh, when they related the story, at least when I listened to the story told by um, by uh, Lauren Coleman, who had reported on this, like uh, you know, it's cryptozoological. Uh, studier of that that area he said that that these these dogs are like the size like the same size of the ponies that they were throat ripping jesus so you got bigfoots you got giant dogs you got hellish ewoks well and there's also also reports of giant cats too oh great Right, like there's there's been tons of sightings of giant cats, and now there's like various reports of people being like, "That's just a, it's just a normal cat," and then people are like, "That's not a fucking normal cat, it's ginormous." Do they got uh, um, pumas, mountain lions up in that region? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you have pumas in. Do they go that far north, Dan? Would you know? But those are big. Those are big cats, man. Like even if there is one, like a mountain lion, I would be more inclined to like if someone who had never seen a mountain lion saw a mountain lion, you'd be like. I, I've seen one once and I was I knew what it was and I was still like <gasps> that's a big cat I'm in trouble yeah they're terrifying there's two accounts of giant wild cats in 97 and 2001 verified puma scat says sciencezine.com yeah so there's but probably pumas. not in that area I don't think it, southeast yeah it doesn't it just uh it might be over on the western side of Massachusetts, but I don't think it's going to be in the southeast. Yeah, it's side. too long of an article to read. But anyways, <laughs> giant giant cats, well, yeah, giant g- dogs, Bigfoot, hellish Ewoks. Cryptid galore. Got a few uh, four Thunderbirds. Yeah, th- what, I, what sightings are, of Thunderbirds, I, yeah. What is a Thunderbird? Thunderbirds? Like Zapdos? Yeah, pretty much. It's supposed yeah. to be the god, more of, like god of the sky, pretty much. And a lot of na- like uh, Native American like lore. There's like that, like their gods would be like Thunderbird. Well, I, I know Trans Am, <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix. Articuno, Mol, was it Moltres? Firebird, Moltres, Moltres, yeah. Articuno, yep. Zapdos, and there's another one, isn't there? Technically Lugia, the water one. Mm. But what's the thing oh, with the Thunderbirds? Are they like, do they come out in thunderstorms? Is that the only yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, they're god okay. of the sky. Yeah. They'd be like All the right. heralds of storms and things like that. You'd have a Thunderbird that would come right, on the so storm. That's also terrifying. So tons of terrifying thing the Bridgewater cryptids. What else we got? So another one that you have is often you have these sightings of UFOs in the area. Oh um, yeah. A- apparently sightings have been going on at least like the one of the earliest accounts I could find is in 1908, uh, where two undertakers uh, were on their way from West Bridgewater to regular Bridgewater. <laughs> And they saw they reported what they saw in the sky as a giant lantern, and they said it hovered in the sky for nearly forty minutes. Wait, so under t- two undertakers seeing a UFO in nineteen oh eight? Yeah, that's that's one. That's but one. That's that's the earliest one. I'm just saying that's the earliest one. Well, I read there's um, actually like as early like, that one researcher who what was his name at the start, uh, Lauren Lauren Coleman. Lauren. Yeah, I think in his book he actually says in like 
the farthest account he could find of a UFO was like a some type of giant like fireballs type thing in the sky in 1760. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if the two undertakers were so shocked by this image that the eye, their eyes rolled back in their head. And then the lights went out. Yeah. 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 Then you heard a big bell toll. <laughs> they choke slammed oh, each other yeah. into the mat. Yeah. That's where the move came from. It was probably the same one, the same undertaker. Probably. He's undead. That Paul Bear in the back. Oh, undertaker. <laughs> I, I can't do a good Paul Bear anymore. Too sexy. Fuck, man. <laughs> Can you share a picture of you looking like the under- or looking like Paul Bear, please? Uh, the, low, the lowest moment in your entire life. Can you please share? That? I'll tell. I'll tell the story. I'll tell the story after on After Hours. So if you're on our Patreon, I'll tell the story. The day of I, when I these crumbled guys, Braden. I crumbled him. Crumbled me sentence. on a big on a big day for me. <laughs> and, and I, I didn't even mean, dude. I didn't even mean to be a shitty person. Yeah, you meant. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk no, about I it. Later. I just tried yeah, to well, uh, make an observation. Fish that story in After Hours. So we got one UFO. There's plenty more UFOs in the Bridgewater. Right. You have another sighting in the summer of 1999 by Courtney Cullen, uh, who said that they were having a cookout near Lake Nipponicket, or as they call it, the Nip, apparently. It's the cool thing to call it. Up up in the Nip. I'd slip in the Nip. (laughs) Little slippery Nip. (laughs) Uh, When she heard it, her quote is (laughs) just quintessentially Boston. Suddenly it was a noise. Wicked loud. Wicked loud. Wicked loud. Wicked loud. And next there were lights. Wicked in the sky. loud. She reported that there were no color, but they were just bright lights. And they seemed to be descending fast and coming straight from the house from behind where they were having their cookout. She said that it seemed that the the lights were on a trajectory almost to crash into the house, but right before they were they were to crash into the house, they darted sideways at an unbelievable speed, and they just disappeared off into the distance. So uh, she just remembers that. Also, she noted that after these UFOs disappeared, there was at least one helicopter that appeared in the sky, uh, or no, more than one black helicopter. Black helicopter. Uh, where, I, she didn't say it was black helicopters. It's more than one helicopter, but always black helicopters. Always after UFO sightings. Was there two guys that were wearing strangely fitting black suits and makeup knocking on people's doors and after this? Poorly applied yeah. makeup, making things appear and disappear. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the people who aren't listening to who are listening to the podcast can't see that. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Just picture the joke. Braden, yeah, I'm just Braden doing sorry. I'm doing magic right now, basically. <laughs> yeah. Sleight of hand magic for everyone that's listening. <laughs> that's why you want to watch us live. Uncut. And Uncut. I do raw. sleight of raw. hand magic. Close up hand. Sleight of hand magic. <laughs> Street magic on Skype. <laughs> mm. <sighs> now, so... Not only do you have these these sightings, I know there's at least uh, two other side, at least one other sighting where they said that they saw some type of UFO that was shaped in this. Uh, like it look, they said they described it as looking like a, a home plate from a baseball game. Oh, that's a weird that shape. Weird diamond shape. Yeah, like a like well, not like a plate, baseball like a, diamond, like the like home the, plate. Yeah, like a, yeah, but that's like it's like yeah. a, a half a diamond almost, and then square on the top. Pretty much. Oh, no, it's square on, on the, the bottom. No, it points on square the bottom. Or is it point on the top? Point on the top. 
Point in the top. Point facing the picture. Square with a triangle on top. Is that tra- top, trapezoid? Yeah. Is that what that's called? Square with a triangle on top? Is that trapezoid? Who <laughs> he is wicked smart. Who's wicked smart yeah. here? <laughs> What's a trapezoid? <laughs> I have no idea, yes. dude. I'm not even going to pretend to know. I have no idea. Dan, do you know? No, it's definitely uh, not. Pentagon. A, a, it's a pentagon. pentagon. It's not a pentagon. Not a pentagon, no. Yeah, it's I just fucking Google it. It's two, just pentagon. Three, four, five. It's five sides, so it's a pentagon, yes. Yes. Fucking suck it. Trapezoid is smart. two parallel sides. It's two parallel sides and one. And two angles, yeah. And two angle sides. Wicked smart and wicked Wicked fast. smart. Quit pretending you're a fucking townie. Not a cop. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. What? No. <laughs> Give me a minute. Can I just get a minute? I'm a biologist. <laughs> Say um, hi to your mother for me. What other, what other stuff do we have going on at the uh, Bridgewater Triangle? Well, the last real strange thing that you have is this uh, is a strange thing. You could actually go look at this if you're there, which I think would actually be fun to check out. Is there's this thing that they call uh, the Dighton Rock. So the Dighton Rock is this um, large piece of stone that has been excavated. And it is uh, it, it lies across from the grassy island burial grounds of Hockamock Swamp. Uh, on the river over there, uh, the Taunton River. And it seems to have numerous inscriptions of unknown origins carved into the face of the rock. So there's tons of speculations about what these inscriptions could possibly be. Uh, They go from, you know, you know, Native Americans who lived in the area perhaps had, had written in some, in their language, on on the on the rock, I don't know if Zell can pull up a picture of it. Yeah, he's got he's, pictures. He's got of it. up there, yeah. So it's weird. Yeah, and it's it's Native Americans. Uh, some people think it's Norse runic language. Uh, some people think it's Phoenicians. There's one theory out there Ooh, that it's even a people. type of Chinese. Um, and there's also Latin. Uh, that it's a type of shorthand Latin from Portuguese explorers that might have visited the area. Uh, before, uh, it, before like English settlers. That's like that's like ancient geocaching. Kind of. You go there, no matter like all the civilizations of the time would go there, mark mark it down, and then others you gotta go try and match it. Yeah, and it is a really strange piece. This is a really strange artifact because it is like it's not like it's not like etchings that that are you know either natural or just even strangely naturally you know remarkably naturally formed. It's like they're actual inscriptions in there and they're not they, they're not recently done that's definitely not a hoax it's not some fucking tag is well in no. the in the picture we're looking at the on the one i pulled up it it looks like chalk but is that probably just like it's etchings and then people like chalk into it just so you yeah, can I read think, it better yeah yeah so there's there's just a lot of it's 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 not only uh you know it's not like alphabet language there's like pictographs in there some people have said yeah pictures like uh shapes of faces people have been able to kind of identify if you look at it, it, it it's really it's really strange and it's really you know fascinating to, to take a look at um and if anybody wants to look it up it seems to be just the one it's a giant boulder like it's like a what, like a 60 ton boulder it seems to be from the accounts i could find that's the only real thing like that there 
Yeah, it's the only thing like it in that area or even really anywhere. So and nobody has any idea. People, I, There's been like one or two actual academic papers written about it. I think some people have actually, you know, the big the big contenders are the Portuguese uh, that a Portuguese explorer had visited the area or there were records of a Portuguese exploring party had somehow been in the area at some point and they had written in like a shorthand Latin on that rock. Pretty much everyone knows that Columbus didn't discover the new world. He wasn't the first like person from another, another continent to come. Like they What? Found, yeah. That, no. Imagine that. They still teach what? it in school. No. They still teach it in school. But they know for a fact that on like Nova Scotia and Newfoundland, like Vikings actually were there like a thousand years prior. So it's, and I'm looking at the map right now. And so if you, if there's settlements on like, well, if you go with the, on Oak Island, if you go with the Oak Island mystery, they think they found some, like, uh, some Norse like runes on there. And it's actually not that far. If you're, if you're safe, if you're already made it that far sailing to go down the coast from Nova Scotia, down Maine to Massachusetts, it's not that far. So it would, it would make sense. Like, I bet you like the Vikings, like the Norse, like probably did that whole coast. I'm not sure how far they made it, but if they made it to Nova Scotia, I don't think it's much of a stretch to say they made it just a little farther south. Yeah, and that's that's definitely one of the top theories that kind of sits in there. I mean, people have proposed that idea since 1837, you know, and some mainstream archaeologists like to reject that theory. But again, like you're saying, it makes a good point that perhaps the Norse had made it a little bit farther or you know, one or two ships had made it farther than we previously thought. And don't Something they think like, like just, just on global exploration, don't they, haven't they found like Egyptians were po- probably like intersea sailors as well. And like a whole bunch of other tribes that initially they thought probably didn't make it that far, probably may have sailed the oceans. Uh, there's a possible, there's definitely possibilities. Uh, I haven't read up as much on it as much as I, I probably should, but I definitely know that, you know, there's theories that perhaps the, the Egyptians had been inter-Atlantic explorers or at least one or two ships maybe had made it across the Atlantic ocean or even, uh, civilizations like the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians were legendary sailors. Um, the first people to circumnavigate Africa. Yes. That's a fact. (laughs) So, um, Lebanese. So they had perhaps. Wait, Phoenician, Phoenician Empire was le- like Lebanon. Yeah, that was that was like home base Lebanon for the Phoenicians, yes, sir. Huh, there you go. What's uh? What like? Isn't there's there's a lot of ghosts in the Bridgewater Triangle as well? I know we talked about the ledge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um. There's talks of someone they call well. There's multiple different ones, but the main one they talk about is like the red head, redhead stranger, or the redhead hitchhiker, which many people have seen. And I think like the main, the main story. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Smirking at me. No, yeah, they're both smirking right now. No, I, I just remembered something earlier. <laughs> yeah, and then he and then I was smiling because I was like, "Is he not gonna say it? Because he wants me to say it, so then he can." I thought you were gonna say it. Later. I you were gonna steal well, my shit. Why. I'm not gonna steal it. 
<laughs> oh, I get what you're going hey. for. Let's see what happens here. This, this calls this calls back to your joke all about comedic timing. It's already fucking ruined. It's ruined. It's too late. Yeah, that's why. Well, I if you sit smirking. there and you let him steal it, then he's gonna steal it. Yeah, I was like, is he not gonna say that gold line he said earlier? He's yeah, gonna set let me up again. Zell, set me up again. Yeah, cue it back. We'll edit this. There's a main theory about, or the main poltergeist, or the main ghost that people see on the road, uh, on Route 44, it's called, is the Redhead Stranger or the Redhead Hitchhiker. Hey, I know what uh, that no, is. No, you know. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do it. One more time. Isn't that where you sit on your hand with a red glove? <laughs> brutal. I don't remember what the rest that of That was fucking yeah, you blew brutal. Brutal. Fat Braden would have nailed that. Fat Braden would have nailed that for sure. He stole my joke, and he would have got a huge pop. But skinny uh, Braden over way. here. It. it can only be one. That's Too it. Too many cheekbones. Not enough laughs. <laughs> Too many cheekbones. Too much definition on that jawline. Yeah. Guy's only got one chin now. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Nothing from him. I got nothing Nothing to shake. He thinks he's the man. Thought it was and all Return of the Mac with those jokes, and it's Return of the Big Mac, more like. <laughs> suck, Just wait till I get back on the Macs. You fucking. Uh, what other ghost? So we got the red redheaded stepchild. What's her deal? What's well, a, a his? And a, well, the famous story is there, like a man and a wife were driving on Route 44, and they stopped for whatever reason on the side of the road. And he got out, and he what he he had pretty much seen this redheaded stranger. And what upon looking at him, his face looked distorted. He looked like corpsey, you would say. And then when he went back to the car, the wife had gotten out because on the radio. She heard pretty much Ouija board voices coming through. What were they sound like? Probably sounded like this. Andrew. Andrew. Hey, what the fuck is that button? Fuck you. What's that button say? You pushed a fucking button. That's my that's my Andrew pushing. If you have not seen that. You pushed a fucking button! You haven't seen that? Did. That's uh, we, that's Ouija three, playing with Ouija three. Uh, it's on Patreon. Maybe we'll, we'll release it one year later for the public feed, but we'll get there. Is it yeah, not public? Be. It's not public. I don't think it should ever be public. Please and thank you. It was such a good joke. I wanted to save it, save so the impact. Bad. Yeah, for Halloween, dude. Halloween. Halloween. We'll release. It. We'll release it one year later. I can't believe there's people out there that haven't listened to that yet. Look, it's spectacular. Hmm. Enjoy it at my expense. I the funny thing is, I also got scared because I won't ruin it, but I also get scared. You can hear it in my voice. Yeah, that was, was back when you were fat and fun and I was fun, yeah. <laughs> now you're chiseled and boring. Yeah, I'm not chiseled. I just look Stupid, better in a t shirt. Sexy Braden. Stupid sexy Braden. <laughs> I just yeah. fill up my short shorts a little better. Actually a little less better. They're a little loose now. <laughs> I bet. Not so tight on the thighs. Now we're just flat brain, not fat brain, but we got yeah. flat brain. Dude, I'm right. Fucking riding my bike on Peloton bones. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Should have never let you get that Peloton sponsorship. Ruined everything. Yeah. Ruined it. <laughs> Anyways, I lost where that's we how, were. That's why, we? that's why my feed is way nicer than your guys. Yeah. <laughs> is that why mine looks the shittiest? Is that what it I got is? The, I got that Peloton, that Peloton money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were talking about the redheaded, uh, the redheaded ghost. Um, well, what other? I lost it. I lost what other ghosts we got? Thought. Any other? Well, ghosts? I mean, you definitely have lots of, uh, you know, uh, 
paranormal activity in this area. It was one of the earliest settlement sites in the U.S. of, you know, uh, Western, you know, European settlers coming over to the United States. So it was definitely like it's also makes it one of the places with the most cemeteries. It has a lot of cemeteries because there are so many settlers from the early days. So you have a lot of reports of these ghosts and some of these, a lot of cemeteries where there's a lot of, uh, you know, ghost spirit activity. Um, you have ones of people say that they see some sort of one cemetery. I think it's in Freetown. They have like a, a dark man of some sort that will wander through the people have seen him wandering through between the headstones, like touching the headstones. Some people have seen him like pounding on the ground at some point and 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 wailing or something like that. Because I mean, as soon as you see that, fuck you're gonna that. take off. I don't I don't suppose anybody goes up and talks to him, but yeah, fuck that. No, nah, no, nah, we would, um, we would talk to him. Some people have reported seeing would. a child. Who's weasel? If we went somewhere on a pod trip. And by chance, we've seen a ghost in a graveyard touching headstones. We're going. Can't see in. me shaking my head, but Dude, I'm doing listen, it. Dude, listen, you can't see me shaking like, my there's, head. There's not a fucking chance. This is how it would go. <laughs> I would hold the mics, and you guys be gone. You would be. You would be like someone would say, "Look at that." We'd all look. We'd already be on height and edge, like a couple of meerkats. But it'd be fucking Scooby Doo. It'd be like ghost, ghost out of there. Fucking. We'd take off. It'd be me and Andrew for a race for first place, followed closely by Dan. I'd smoke you. I would fucking smoke you. You're not that skinny, buddy. You could not fucking keep up to me on your best day. Enough of that shit. You got to when this when this when this locomotive gets moving, baby. Get out the way. All right. Just you're dreaming, dude. Train. Don't stop. Uh, oh man! So it'd be me, but you'd, you'd blow another Andrew. ACL. You'd blow another ACL. You'd blow you'd another and ACL, and next thing you know, Mister Tall, Dark, and Fucking Scary comes walking up to you, mumbling, "One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the council, <laughs> come on, let's ride." And you're fucking dead. You're dead because you got and no ACLs. And then I become, I become, the, I become part of the song. Which number would you um, you'd be? Number this is the next number up. I'd be mumbling number six. No, it, it, Zell would hang out for a split second longer than everyone, and then he, Zell lets out this like really. He has like this distinct Zell scream. I've heard it a couple times. Where it's like, ah! and he would do that, and then follow suit right after. And that's exactly how it would go. There, there is no way that we're talking to someone. No, I'm, I talk. There's not I, a chance. I talk a huge game until I got there. Nope, I beat. I like. I just nope. I'd turn around, walk the other way. No, what would really happen is I'd we'd have our mobile recorders. I'd put I'd prime it. We'd we'd do it. You guys would run. I would stay a fraction longer, and then I would also run, but drop the recorder and be recording the whole time. Well, you while know, we ran away, but we'd have to go back for it for the content for the pod, and that's where the real shit would start going down. You would drop the recorder because you would turn into a fucking bat and fly away, and bats don't have hands. <laughs> That's yeah. what <laughs> Possibly. Um, last last thoughts on the Bridgewater Triangle. Just like the Bermuda Triangle, this place is a supernatural hotspot on the planet. How else can you account for every type of supernatural cryptid and haunting on I can a account small for it right region? Now. I can account for it right now. What's that? All this shit started at the Drunken Clam. Two guys <laughs> sitting at a table. Guy's fucking wasted. And he goes, you know what I saw? 
I saw a giant burning thing in the fucking sky and it was an alien. And the other guy was like, you know what? Well, you know what I fucking saw? I fucking saw Sam Squatch. Oh yeah, yeah. buddy. Well, I also saw fucking uh, puck wedgies. And they just sit there and go back and forth yeah. and try and one up each other. Because this makes it no oh, fucking sense. you think it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Two fucking drunk guys trying to one up each other. They're, that's where you all know, I saw your from. fucking mother last night. How about that? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> How do your mother phone? I huh? saw something real scary last night. Your mother. <laughs> yeah. Don't you talk about my mother? <laughs> uh, and then it just went up like that. And then and progressed. spread from that. That's, the, how the start is, that's how the party started. All the stories, everything. It's from. well, it does. It for me, it does fall into Craig's triangle, and we know that Craig's like so much weird shit happens in Craig's triangle, which is my own triangle that I've created. Uh, it's real, it's it can, it's it's canon now. Um, and uh, tons of weird shit happens in there, but it's the mix of like already being a weird, um, like a Native Amer- Native American like you know folklore of like being very very spiritual area then you mix like all this pain and suffering um and then you know the history and it starts to and you get people having these spooky experiences i think the veil's just very thin in this area and it allows for these things you know maybe they're not physical maybe they're just you were just seeing through the veil in this in these areas and this is one of those spots that's what i think we got to go pod trip 20 whatever we can go again (laughs) That's Buddy, we're, we're returning the belt. Have to. We're returning the belt. We got to have someone in the show that can make us a ceremonial ATT one-up belt. 100%. Right? Send it to us, and we will return it to the Bridge Rider Triangle and lift the curse. Lift the curse of Earth 2020. We can do it. Yeah. So. I am sick that trip. Dan, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what's your thoughts on the Bridge Rider Triangle? I think you have a you have an area that is has a long history of human habitation, and like you said, there's a lot of uh, legend folklore uh, that that surrounds that area from both Native American and European settlers, kind of intermingling in that thing. So you have all these legends uh, coming together. And just having a lot of strange effect in there, whether it's some sort of supernatural that some people try to explain it or, or theorize that it's some sort of like vortex that happened. Perhaps it's it's something like <laughs> like uh, like you have the the legend and folklore from your European settlers and their mindset intermingling or somehow interacting with the, you know, the spiritual uh, you know, folklore and legends of these of the Native Americans, and then somehow manifesting itself within this triangle, within this you know localized within this area for some reason. And again, like you said, the veil is thin, so the both their legends and folklore and their their things from their minds, from their from their collective consciousness spawn these creatures or these, these apparitions, I like it, I like I like it. which, mm-hmm. you know, which we can see. Well, put. so perhaps it's something like that. I like that a lot. I mean, that's good. I liked mine a lot, but that's good. too. What was yours again? You sucked. Some fucking clam bullshit. Trying to fucking <laughs> one up each other. Um, why don't we get into a little bit of space news. Space news. Don't you ever say that again. That's I say that. <laughs> you shut your fucking face. 
Timing. You push the buttons. <laughs> Don't you say a word over there. <laughs> yeah, you push the buttons, <laughs> you motherfucker. You push the buttons, okay? I say it. <laughs> what do we got? All right. Space news. <laughs> um, big day, man. SpaceX, private company, launching two astronauts into space from U.S. soil in the first time in nine years. Did you guys catch that live? I seen it live. I put a quick, I did a video on our on our socials. But if you didn't see it live, I'm going to steal the video from C-SPAN. I'm going to play it right now. I'm going to play the ca- the top 10 Ooh. or the 10 second countdown. T minus 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, Here it goes. four, three, Look at that two, thing. One, Dude, can you imagine SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket with the Dragon crew on top? Liftoff! Look at that thing go, man. What a moment. That's pretty impressive. Dope. Hey, you guys know what? That's nothing more, if you go back to case file 42, that's nothing more than a tinfoil cylinder with firecracker on the bottom. Yeah. That is. how far SpaceX has come. Yeah. Boom. It's crazy. I watched, the, I watched like 15 minutes until it was in orbit and released the capsule. Every time I, I think of, I see a space rocket launch like this, I think of that scene in Austin Powers when it's like it's flying <laughs> over the radar. And uh, yeah. what's that guy's uh, brother with the big gap teeth is like, sir, sir. Well, Ron it looks Howard's like a brother. big. Yeah. It's yeah. Ron like, sir, yeah. it looks like a big. And it's like, Johnson. <laughs> you see that over there? Who wants a Johnson? Uh that's what I think of anytime I see any kind of launch like that. Um, it, it absolutely incredible. I launched on su- Saturday and then just was probably, what was it? Sunday evening Pacific time. The docking of the space station. Got that video right here. We're going to play it too. You can go to youtube.com and look for alien theorists. Yeah, let's fucking play that. So this is the docking. Oh, slow and steady. Slow and steady with the Is that real time? That's real time. Man, that's now crazy. is this controlled by the astronauts? Is or is this all I just autopilot autopilot by this point, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I know they tested it. They did some adjustments with like a touch screen within the capsule itself, but they were most of it was automated because it's they <laughs> it looks like the funny thing is like it looks like it's going slow, but the actual thing is is like it's like you're actually moving at like thousands of miles, you know, thousands of miles per hour. Yeah, it's like hundreds of miles per yeah, hour. No, no, it's like, no, it's like twenty five thousand <laughs> yeah. kilometers per hour they're flying at right now. Yeah. But because it's relative but in it's space relative. like that. Yeah, in yeah. space, and there's no it just seems super slow, but they're just moving that fast. Yeah. It's um it's also they like NASA had a like a module docker like game you could play a web browser game it's hard and hard <laughs> and it i had a lot of t- spare time at work and so you would take your your module and you would just like you had to like have all the accesses perfect and slowly like bring it in and it took like i was almost successful once and it took me like 15 minutes to bring it in playing a game because <laughs> the other times i'd like rush it in and like you could never once you were close you couldn't it was almost impossible to get lined up. Uh, and then when you take your time, it took me like 15 minutes to get it in and I fucked it up right at the last <laughs> second. Got too impatient. You blew it. Yeah, I blew and, it. And you exactly. would have been dead. Um, <laughs> this isn't so much... Yeah, everyone died. I killed. I blew up the ISS. You blew up everybody. <laughs> Just because as a species, we're jealous 
uh, and we don't like other species prospering. We found a way to infect mice with coronavirus so we could fuck up the mice world too. <laughs> yeah. So the space news. That's... I just thought it was funny. Earth is in space. <laughs> this is on Earth. Space news. Yeah. Space news. Uh, so <laughs> we found a way news. to infect mice with coronavirus uh, because we want to well, ruin. Good news as far as vaccines go, actually. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the scientists were pumped because initially, like they always do. They use use rodents first when they're doing their testing, but the coronavirus wasn't for whatever reason was not taking in mice, like it was not setting like the infection. So they use CRISPR, the genetic, like the the gene modifying splicing program that they've developed to make sure that the mice could contract COVID nineteen, therefore giving them something to study for vaccine trials. So super crazy, but maybe hopefully we can maybe good in the end. That's how we create mouse men. Not good. That's <laughs> how so you get biker yeah, mice from Mars. Yeah. Oh, ah, that show was good cool. show. Moto was a badass. A weird show, but cool. Weird, but cool. Arm. Yeah. So I wonder if it holds up. I have fond memories of that. Yeah, show. I have fond memories, I but I don't up. really recall. It doesn't hold it. up either. Does start Street Sharks doesn't hold up either. Street, street Sharks, sharks? Is terrible. Yeah, Ter- Street Sharks is real bad. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't hold up at all. It's terrible. Fucking such a cool concept though when I was a kid. Fucking sharks yeah. with little human fucking legs wearing legs. work boots and yeah. short shorts. Yeah. Roller blades. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how did they swim? Mm. They didn't have fins. They had a back fin. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't do shit. <laughs> can steer. Um, Those guys were sinking for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So juiced out. What was their origin story? They Some were like the- fucking football players. They're linebackers. Oh, linebackers that got mixed in with... I mean, yeah, but they were like regular people. <laughs> it was the village no, people <laughs> if they got injected with half shark blood, <laughs> basically. Astronomers just narrowed down the source of those powerful radio signals from space. <laughs> it's an interesting article. Um, talks about the deep space fast radio bursts, and we are getting better at tracking them. So since 2007... We've been finding them off and on, and we weren't sure where they're from. And now we're starting to figure out that they can be from neutron stars, black holes, pulsars, with companion stars, imploding pulsars, blitzars, gamma ray bursts, emitting giant flares, and aliens. But launching aliens through space? (laughs) Well, we don't know. We don't know if we're from aliens. Gamma rays, we're going to have hulks. Better be careful. Uh, but we're getting better at locating them, and we're starting. In this article, it says that um, we've detected them from some planets. So interesting times. Who knows, man? The Pentagon released UFOs videos. Anything's possible. Yeah, during the pandemic, and no one even seen them. <laughs> Listen, it's 2020. <laughs> Anything's possible. We can do anything. We got Planet of the Corona apes now too. Yeah, you got monkeys yeah, stealing is. coronavirus samples out of a lab. What's next? Together, ape strong. <laughs> um, anyone else? <laughs> anyone else have space news? I think that's all I had. Mysterious anomaly weakening the Earth's magnetic field. Oh, Our shields are right. going down. Oh shit! Oh what? yeah, I, I remember reading that, and it's splitting in two. Right. My theory it is is some sort of energy entity. And it is sapping our, it is some sort of like magnetic field parasite that is 
latched onto Earth, and now it is Jesus. now it's 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 sapped enough where it doesn't it doesn't completely because it's not a bad it's not a totally bad parasite. So a good parasite keeps the host alive. So now this parasite is feeding off our magnetic field of you know of our planet. And it is now because they said now it's splitting in two, or it seems to be like it's evolving, or it's it's, it's starting multiplying. To, starting to, they said it could possibly split this thing. It's the South Atlantic, uh, anom- well, they call it the South Anomic South Atlantic anomaly. Yeah, it stretches like from South America to like the southern tip of Africa, and it's splitting. So does that mean well, that's what they're saying? It possibly looks like it could be splitting because of this, because. If you look at it, the part of it, like there seems like to be a part of it that's kind of like starting to kind of split off or like move off to the, to the, you know, to the west, a little east a bit. Um, so possibly could be split. Now, uh, geophysicists seem to think that it has something to do with our core. So either we're going to get a crack team together and send people down into the core of the planet. It's going to stop spinning. We gotta go. We gotta go jumpstart yeah. it, or the fucking world's right. gonna collapse. With a nuke, yes, has to. We've seen that that works. Yep, do it. I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm in. Sign me up. A lot of good Albertans looking for some drilling work. I know we could put de- together a crack team and get to the center of the planet, no problem. <laughs> so that's my theory. It's some sort of intergalactic, you know magnetic field parasite (laughs) and it is feeding on our our electromagnetic field and now it's reproducing now it's splitting it's absorbed enough energy where it's going to split but it's not that much apparently it's only like since the last time they since they've they've you know detected it it's like nine percent like our our magnetic field from 100 percent is like it's taken away like nine percent of its effectiveness or something like that that seems like a lot though nine percent seems like a lot how how fast did it drain nine percent couple years if 2020 uh, couldn't get worse now you have a intergalactic parasite draining the magnetic field of the planet great interesting times interesting (laughs) fun times everybody (laughs) um okay why don't we fire up the randomatron and get a UFO case file of the week. Let's see what it is. Let's do it. I fixed it this week. Oh, yeah. It's running seamless. Smooth. Mongoose file. Mongoose file, baby. Uh, be right. forewarned, listener, if you're sensitive. I've just pe- take a peek yeah. into this one. If you're a sensitive person, Ooh. you're squeamish. Fucking good night. Yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. Good night. Keep those eyes in the but skies. You know, but do we have a pic? Do we? Have, do you have a picture I can pull up? Buckle up. I'll. Uh, I actually. I'll. I'll. I'll fucking. Uh, I'll give you a link to an article that you can put in Discord if you want. Sure. So obviously at the beginning of these things, we know this happens to, uh, didn't, I'm, you know what I mean? Didn't happen to me, but it yeah, happened to a friend, of a friend of a friend of mine, right? Yeah, of course. But in order for me to tell a story, which bothers some people, I put it in first person. This is easier to tell a story that way. Yep. Yeah. It's easier to steal other people's accomplishments. Exactly. Take all that credit. Yeah. But okay. This so this takes place, you know, on a, in a Canadian city on the West coast. Hypothetically. I'm going to tell you which city. Hypothetically. 
let's let's picture it there. You know what I mean? A yeah. nice green forested area. Yeah. You know, some some Mountains, might say like ocean. That's what I'm. I picturing. might say like Coquitlam, British Columbia, but that's just you know that's just to paint the picture for you. Just yeah, just go there, yeah. but it's not really there. So, you know, our friend of a friend of ours was at work one day, and they got a call. And it was peculiar to start with because the call was generated by the fire department, mm-hmm. right? So, so it comes in and the you know and and it's a very little blurb on on the ambulance's CAD system that says psychiatric was the code for the call, mental health psychiatric call, and they said at the scene of a forest fire, psychiatric female bizarre behavior, code three response. Oh shit! So we're close. We're not too we're not too far away. We get there pretty quick. You know, we could see that the fire department was already there and the police and ambulance were dispatched to it. So, you know, we come cruising up and as we're going, you can see like multiple sites of, of uh, smoke coming up. So there's multiple little look like multiple little spot fires. You know, and as we're pulling up, there's a big fire in the middle of this clearing in this in this. Uh, we're going to say it's a it's a park. It's a forested park area. And there's this really big fire in the middle and then a bunch of little fires surrounding this and then there's this lady that's kind of blocking the fire department from advancing into the area and you could see there was a ca- fire captain there and he was in a heated argument with this lady and as you approach you could see the, like, the lady's eyes like her eyes were crazy dilated and she looked just absolutely bizarre so I walked up to the captain and I'm like hey man you know why don't I jump in here real quick she doesn't look violent let me talk to her maybe we can kind of talk her down and you guys can get at those fires the fires didn't look out of control by any means, but definitely not the type of place that you're allowed to be having fire. So I approach this lady and I say, hey, ma'am, listen, you know what I mean? Like, you obviously know that you can't do this here. It's dangerous. Why don't we get you in the back of the ambulance? We can talk about what's going on. They're going to put out those fires. You know, it's not a it's not a safe spot to be in. And this lady's like, listen, listen, you need to get out of here. Everybody needs to get out of here. It's none of your business. Leave, leave, leave. And you know what I mean? I'm about... I want to say 30 feet away from this giant fire. And now these little fires surrounding, you can see, and they look like there's these large pots that are on these fires. And like the first thing that kind of like dawns on me is it's just this like fucking rancid smell coming from the fire. And I'm like, what I mean, I'm like, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what, what are you burning here? And she's talking to me. She's like, I don't know what you mean yet. I'm just, just, I'm just burning bad meat. Just burning bad meat. It's none of your business. You guys need to leave. You need to leave. You guys got to get out of here. And she's, meat? And she's she's pushing me in my shoulders. And I'm like, hey, listen, first of all, don't fucking touch me, please. Mm-mm-mm. Second of all, you know, this isn't safe. The cops aren't here. I There's way more leg room in an ambulance than a police car. Like, you want to, co- you know, come with us. It's better. And as I'm talking to this lady, I can't help but stare at the fire that's in the center, this big fire. And I'm staring at it because it looks, there's just something weird in the fire. And she's talking, she's rambling, she's not making sense. And I'm just looking over her shoulder, staring at this fire, and I can't figure out, like, it's just, I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? There's this, there's an object in this fire. No. And then just, just fucking dawns on me. I'm like, that's a, that's an ass. That's a human ass. Oh. Okay, so anyways, cops come, arrest her. We don't stick around long. We ha- take her in the ambulance head down towards the to the ambu- or to the hospital and I'm qu- talking to her she doesn't say a word to me in the back of the ambulance just stares like just just cringeworthy creepy staring 
And you know what I mean? The whole time in the back of my head, I'm like, what was that? Like, that looked like somebody's ass. Like, that's so bizarre. And then within 10 minutes of us being at the hospital, six cops show up, throw in handcuffs, take her away. No. Look at the, look at the news the next day. And there's a report of somebody's sister missing. And it's got a picture of the person who is suspected for this crime. And it was our patient. Turns no. out she killed her sister, chopped her up in pieces and brought her up to fuck it. This, this provincial park and tried burning the body. Tried burning the body. Turning, burning the body. She had like six different fucking pots with like her head was in one pot, hands, arm, like, Oh man. And then she threw the torso in the mid, in the main fire. And it was like, man, the smell was like nothing I've ever smelled before. It was like the most, and it wasn't the burning body that stunk the bad. It was the boiling pots that fucking just reeked, man. Oh, it was fucking gross. That's pretty gross. It was pretty gross. Happened to a friend of a friend. (laughs) Hot soup. Hot soup. Hot soup. soup. That's disgusting. We got a theory out of the week. Um, not off the cuff. All right, then it's me yet again. (laughs) No, we can just say that you're alien theorists are uh, against any form of discrimination, prejudice, or racism currently going on. And uh, we're here for you. If you if you need to talk, we're standing with you. So let us know. Hell yeah. Let us know what we can do. Let's, um, what else we do at the end of these things? You got some names you want to make up or what? I'll make up a <laughs> couple of names. It was a low week on Patreon, but we have John Becker- Kalman, Teresa maybe. Mendez, Ruben Sabalos, maybe. I, I think we read them last uh, time, but sounds, yeah. yeah, I think we read. Low week, oh, always at the start of the month. The turnover, it's just normal. Uh, anything else before we end the show? Zell, you got a band of the week? Uh, band of the week is going to be my band, Lucky Monkey. I'm going to play a song off our latest EP, which was came out last year. It's called Nothing to Lose. While we're about to release a song coming real soon, so. A lot of people forgot that we're an actual band because the last three months we haven't done shit. So, I'm I'm gonna say I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping to get an original by Zeltron. Oh, do you want an original synth, by Zeltron? Uh, I want the same. Yeah, I want an original by Zeltron. You want, you want unreleased Zeltron? Yeah, I want an unreleased Zeltron. Release it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh I'm gonna play the theme song of our new Colin show called Cosmic Channels, which we have done four episodes for. It's not a real podcast yet, but it's coming. So if you want to be on Cosmic Channels, follow us. If you're not following us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we are posting when we're taking calls and we're putting together a live call-in show with a rotating weekly topic. So I'll play the theme song, custom made by yours truly, my new solo project, Zeltron, coming up at the end of the show. You cannot download or find the song anywhere online quite yet, but it's coming. Yet, it's anyways. coming. Uh, is that all we have? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's, that's it. I forgot. I am these shows. Uh, keep those eyes Stupid, on the skies. Thanks, brain. everyone. Peace. Stupid, sexy brain. Timing. Timing. Timing.